0: Hallelujah. God's good, isn't he? What a great God. And he is good. He is good. That was a perfect day for her to, her to sing this song because all of her life, 24 years ago today, we were at the hospital, and this little girl was coming into this world and all her life, God has been good to her and watched her and protected her. And he kept her when we didn't even know she needed keeping. I'm thankful to God today. He's good. Give him a hand, clap of praise at this house. Jesus. It's good. Appreciate your choir and music. Let's give our choir and music a hand this morning. Great job. Sound, media, thank you. You know what? Our security team, thank you today. They've been pulling a little extra duty watching our parking lot. And had some cars getting entered into around Winterville, so they're keeping a little extra eye out for us. It's a shame that they have to, but a world ran, are eh? in, just how it is. Again, thank you all for being here today and just uh, worshiping the Lord and responding. I want nothing more than to preach the gospel and see your life changed. I couldn't ask for anything better than just preach this word and see your life better, see it changed. It's my desire today. And so we're going to preach a little while. I know uh, it's Palm Sunday but I'm not reading anything about Palm Sunday. Uh, So I'm sure they learned about that in Sunday school this morning so that's covered. I felt led to go to this today. I haven't preached believe it or not out of the book of Acts in a while and then everywhere else it seems like but today Acts chapter 3 if you want to follow along very familiar but I just feel like Showing somebody what God can do today. Acts chapter 3 and verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. A certain man lame from his mother's womb all his life. He didn't know anything different but lameness. That's, that's what he knew. It shaped his life. He was carried, and they laid him daily at the gate. Of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, what a name! Rise up and walk. Change happens in the name of Jesus. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Immediately his feet, ankle bones received strength. You'll get stronger through the miracle. Grabbed him by the hand and began to lift him up and the Lord let him get strong enough for that part of the miracle. It was more than just a pronouncement, more than just words, but I'm not going to tease him. I've got to give him what he needs to stand. God will give you what you need to stand. I'm sorry I'm teaching through the middle of this reading, but so many things. And he leaping up. Man, do something with what God does with you. <laughs> if you're strong enough to do it, do it with all your might. And so he leapt up, stood, walked, entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, praising God. Don't forget to thank him for what he does. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. They were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. It'll always be amazing what God does in our life. It's amazing how God can take something Ugly and make it beautiful. He was laying at the gate, the temple, the gate that was called beautiful. But he could never cross over into the beautiful. There was something wrong with him. But God fixed that so he could walk into the beautiful. I want to talk about the life-changing power of Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you today and thank you. So much for your presence that we have felt. We thank you for the many blessings and miracles already. And Lord, now let our ears hear what the Spirit would say. Let our hearts be good ground to receive it. And Lord, use me for just a few moments to feed your people. God, we're going to praise you for great things already. In Jesus' name, everyone said amen. Give him a hand clap of praise before you're seated. Lift your voice one more time. Aren't you thankful that the Lord changed what was ugly in your life? And gave you something beautiful. Amen. You can be seated. It reminded me of an old song. Something beautiful. You you know that, don't you? Something beautiful. You know, there's something to sing that, but then there's something to have lived it. <laughs> when you know where God brought you from, when you know what he brought you out of, and you can't figure out why <laughs> other than he just loved me. <laughs> there sure wasn't nothing there until he got finished with it, so... I'm so thankful. I can't see now. Okay. Something beautiful, something good. I'm glad he understood. Praise God. In this story, this man is like so many people today and like many of us were. He had no other expectations for his life than what he was living. He was born lame. Amen. And the condition of his birth had shaped his life and made him the man that he was on that day. When Peter and John saw this man, it was not something tragic that happened midlife, that he was now wrestling with some struggle of, I got to get back. He never knew anything but this lameness. Some of us can't remember any other life. We were born and raised and then conformed to the condition of our birth. That was all of us. For All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We were sinners and just like this man, we were powerless to change the lameness that had wrapped up our life. We were carried, whether we believe it or not, by this world to the places and the things and the habits that we embraced. And we can clean up, turn over a new leaf, change your habits. You could move to another country, but you would be powerless to change the curse that sin has put on your life. There's only one answer for that. In Psalm 119 and 9, the writer said, how can a young man cleanse his way? Here's the answer. By taking heed there too, according to thy word. Our new life, our new birth, according to scripture, is not by corruptible seed, but incorruptible, the word of God. And when we are born again, born of water, baptized in his name for the remission of sins and born of the spirit, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues as it gives the utterance for evidence, friend, we are born again and we are changed. The only answer today is the only answer there will ever be. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved than Jesus Christ. Listen, we're going to always want something in this world. And this man wanted something. He wanted money. He asked Anom, he looked at him, and he was expecting to receive something. He, He wanted some silver, he wanted some change. He wanted money, but he needed Jesus. There's a lot of things we want to appease our flesh but Jesus said keep drinking from these wells and you'll always thirst you'll always come back, you'll always be wanting this but, but when he's your shepherd you can say I shall not want for he leads me he guides me, he feeds me, he protects me he takes care of me and his condition, this man, this lame man's condition, it had shaped his focus to just ask for what he needed then something to get him through another day. It wouldn't fix his lameness, but it would feed him. It wouldn't fix his lameness, but it might comfort him. I, maybe he took something for pain. Maybe he did, he, he did something with the money else, but it was always going to lead him right back to that place where he was begging for something else. And friend, we need today, uh, uh, You know, uh, people don't need another thing. We don't need another feel-good, storytelling, inspirational speaker. We don't need another self-help book. Uh, What we need is somebody to stand up and preach that Jesus Christ and him crucified and resurrected is still the answer for your life today. Come on, I ain't against all those things. I'm not against doctors. I'm not against therapy. But they don't replace Jesus. I'm not against counseling. But they don't replace Jesus. And if we would just understand today, if we could just start preaching the gospel... The life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Friend, we're going to see results. Because it works. The gospel still works. It's still calling people out of darkness into marvelous light. It's still making ugly things beautiful. It's still washing the stain of sin off of people. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. It still works. Because it's his gospel. Hebrews 13 and 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His story doesn't change. And his power doesn't change. And what it does, it doesn't change. I like what Brother Shannon preached on Wednesday night about those greater things shall we do. And, and I, I've been thinking about that. And it reminded me of Isaiah 61. Jesus read this in the temple. When he did, he said, today the scripture is fulfilled in your ears. I'm going to read it today and I'm going to tell you again because it hadn't lost the power to fulfill. And we're going to read it again. You're going to look at it and it's going to fulfill today. And it's going to be relevant today. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And I'm telling you today in the Holy Ghost, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears because it still works today. If you are broken hearted, he can bind it up. He can open up the prison doors. He can take the shackles off. He can get the disease and the addiction out of your life. God can still set you free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's still liberty. I've got to live in this world and walk in this world with all these trials and all these curses, but I'm walking in the power of the Lord uh, by the Spirit of God. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, I have liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, you have liberty. Have you got the Holy Ghost? Wherever you are, you got liberty. I'm in a tough spot. You got liberty. I got a disease in my body. You got liberty. I'm going through hell on earth. Still got liberty. They were walking in a fiery furnace and they still had liberty. Oh, he tried to bind them. Tried to wrap them up, but the Lord said, wherever they go, they'll be loose. They fell down bound, but they got up loose and they walked around in the fire because they weren't going to just lay there and cook like they was on some kind of rotisserie. God said, get up and let's walk around in this fire together. God's going to be with you in whatever you're going through. He still got the power to change some things. First Corinthians one, Paul wrote this. He said, and I, brethren, when I came to you, I didn't come with an excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, It wasn't in my education that I told you about God. He said, I was just determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. I didn't want to get caught up in my words or my education or my ego or my pride. I just wanted to preach to you about the one who loved you so much that he would die for you. I just wanted to tell you about the one whose blood can purchase you and wash you whiter than snow. I just wanted to tell you about the one. The Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world. Because I can tell you, hey, take this and you'll feel better. Go here and you might feel a little better. But the only thing I can tell you to change you is that Jesus Christ. It's not about circumcision or uncircumcision, but a new creature. And if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And old things are passed away. And behold, all things are made new. And once we realize that all people would, oh, if they could just get it, people would run to Jesus to change. Because everything else they're trying, it ain't working. And they're paying good money for it, and it ain't working. But if they could just get with Jesus, if they could get somebody to tell them about Jesus, oh, Mm. Friend, I'm going to tell you that we're workers together with him. But we better remember it's together. And if the work we're doing ever excludes him, it's a temporary fix. But if the work we're doing leads to him, that's why I said, I, I'm, I, man, I'm, I'm four groups I'm for counseling. I'm for therapy. As long as it doesn't start telling you to stop listening to God. Well, if you just stop praying and and trying to live for God, you wouldn't be, uh, uh, they start on that stuff. You say, nice knowing you. Send me the final bill. I'm out of here. Because he is the changing power in this world today. And Paul, with his revelations and all the things that he knew and, and his fleshly wisdom he said under some of the greatest teachers of his time and he said if I wanted to people want to boast he said man I can boast I can tell you about a guy who's got all the credentials he said but I'm chasing after him because my preaching won't work no matter how good I sound or how much wisdom I have it won't mean anything if I, I try to make that build up the testimony of God because before I was ever around, God was doing things. So I just said, you know what? I know that the life-saving message is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He said in Romans 1 and 16, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of this gospel. It, it doesn't shame me to think that the gospel is better than my education. It doesn't shame me to think that my that the gospel is more powerful than my credentials or Or my license, or the organization organization that I'm in, that doesn't shame me. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. When you're preaching the gospel, you're preaching the power of God unto salvation, everlasting life, living with Him in glory to everyone that believes. Don't matter how messed up they are, don't matter how bad it's gotten. No matter how bad it might get, to, to everyone that believeth, the Jew first, also to the Greek. It doesn't matter their nationality. It doesn't matter what color their skin is. It doesn't matter how much money is in the bank. It doesn't matter how many degrees they have. Just believe in the gospel and it will change your life. Because educated people get in a mess. Rich people get in a mess. Popular people get in a mess. Come on. Healthy people get in a mess. People that's got it all together get in a mess. you don't believe me, just slap somebody on t- public TV Let's see if your life don't change. Bless his heart. Listen, we do not need more quick fixes and band-aids on our problems. We need Jesus Christ because before the first self-help book was ever written before anybody ever introduced essential oils uh, uh, listen that was for you honey before the <laughs> i'm kidding it's all right I like I like essential oils I do oh, I got to move on yes yes there you go, brother. Thank you. Before any of that, the Bible says he is before all things. Whatever you've tried, you missed it if you didn't try him first, because he is before all things. Uh, yeah, think about that. He is before all things. So when you went to this solution, if you, if you went right past him, don't pass up the Lord. This guy went straight to give me some money. He went right past the Lord. He didn't say heal me, fix my feet, do anything. He was conformed to the condition of his birth. All he knew was just get a little something to dull the pain. That's the way we lived in this world. Just give me a little something to dull my senses. Just give me a little something so I can get through to the next day. That's not what God wants for you. He doesn't walk you, want you walking around like a zombie. He doesn't want you walking around out of your head. He wants you healed. He wants you whole. He wants you sane. He wants you right. He wants you serving Him. He wants you better. Praise God. I'm not against, again, I'm not against doctors, therapy, programs, but, but we've got a great program starting up now. And we're trying to get it rolling and, and it's going to be great. It's going to Bless people in this community and, and it's going to be tremendous and, and I'm excited for that but we all know that this has got to lead to God yes. we, we're going to do what we can to help them with their problems but we've got to get them to God listen the gospel was the power to change lives and it still is today yes. and when uh, Paul or Peter when he grabs this man they, they grab him in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and walk He had never walked. Listen, there'll be no evidence that God has moved in your life if you just sit there. That's why he'd tell the man, will you be made whole? I got nobody to put me in the water and I didn't want to ask you. I didn't ask you about going to the water. I said, will you be made whole? And so finally he says, take up your bed and walk. He, he, He was better than he knew it. Get up and walk. There's got to be, when God works in your life, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let somebody see that there's a difference. Oh, I mean, that you've got to do something with what God did for you. So he said, rise up and walk. You do something you've never done before. I tell you, once I come to God, I start doing a lot of things I've never done before. And I also stopped doing a lot of things that I did. I guarantee you that guy wasn't back at the beautiful gate sitting on that mat the next day. Hey, I thought I thought you, man, you was jumping and praising God yesterday. What are you doing back here? Oh, old habits die hard unless you put them in there. Bury them. Become a new creature. Get rid of them. Don't... Don't be leaping for God one day and going back to the uh, begging the next day. He, he took you out of that lifestyle. That's not who you are anymore. That's what you knew. But now you're a new creature and old things are passed away and all things are made new and now all things are of God or they should be. Beat sin. I have never been able to beat it. You can now. Beat addiction. I had never been able to beat it. You can now. Be a new creature. Be the husband, be the wife, be the father, the mother that you have always wanted to be. Be the child of God that you've always wanted to be. Be the preacher you've always wanted to be. Be the singer, the musician, the teacher, the sound man, the media person, the security guy. Just be the person that you've always wanted to be. And you'll find it in him because we are complete in him. He's ahead of all things. All principality, all power. Listen, the power to help you. He is the power to help you realize what you have been dreaming about. Do you think this guy was not sick and bitter over watching people walk past him into the temple that he could not even go to? Close enough to hear the sound of the reading maybe. Close enough to hear the sound of people praying and praising but could not go in. It's time to stop begging and watching others go into the blessing. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it's time to rise up and walk. It's time to walk in the newness of life. It's time to uh, rise up and do what you're supposed to do. We're supposed to be, the Bible says we're supposed to be above only, not beneath. Rise up. We're made to sit in heavenly places. Rise up. Not the falcons. They're terrible. Above only. Heavenly places. And then walk. Walk by faith, not by sight. Oh, this is brand new to me. This is brand new to me. But you know what he did? He didn't start out going, Oh, oh, this this is brand new. I'm taking my time away. God gave you what you needed so you could leap off the ground. (laughs) Leaping and praising God. Now, this is your first day. You just calm down a little bit. Are you crazy? I've been sitting here all my life yes, right, right. watching other people leap. Yes. Watching, and now it's happened to me. Yes. And you tell me, it's your first day now. We'll break you in slow. You a little hand clap. That'll be good. Are you crazy? I ain't been able to do this. I'm walking in new places. I'm going from places I've never been before. And it never happened until I realized there was power in the name of Jesus Christ. And once somebody told me, rise up in his name, I realized I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He strengthened his ankle bones. He he gave him strength where he was weak. And all them people in that building said, whoo, hey, I know him. Yeah. Romans 6 says we need to walk in the newness of life. He had never walked. Carry. Being, hey, being carried is not walking. Don't nobody need to carry you in here. Walk. Ain't no lame people in the house of God. Walk. Yeah. Don't give in to that lie. I wonder if one day maybe he got a little cramp in his leg and the old enemy said, I told you it wouldn't last. He ain't in bed Now He never had restless leg syndrome. He couldn't feel nothing. He's kicking them covers. And, I told you it wouldn't last. And he's telling y'all, telling you, you've been in church, you're worshiping, you get in your car and you're driving home and all of a sudden you're in a little depressed. Bad feeling. I told you it wouldn't last. Yes, it will. Whatever Jesus does will last. Whatever He does will last. I'm telling you, because 29 years ago, when I fell down at the altar, and I said, God, don't let me go back in two weeks. Don't let me go back in two months. But whatever it takes to make me keep feeling this, that's what I want. And I never have wanted anything else because he gave me the first thing I asked for. He made me whole. He changed my life. And I'm going to serve until the day I die. It will work if you'll give it a chance. It will work if you'll give it a chance. If you won't quit on it, it'll never quit on you. Too many people quitting on God. Don't ever quit on Him. Listen. People will carry you to places that that, that won't benefit you. And when we finally grow tired of being carried, when we get tired of temporary pleasures and things that just address what I'm feeling and not really the issue... A lot of people do that. They're going through something, they eat. They feel better. They shop. Come on, Amazon. Boy, oh, it's been a bad day at work. Click. Prime shipping. And then for for you know for a few minutes. You feel better until you get that email says uh, it's delayed. Now you're mad <laughs> because they've already took your money out and you still don't have your package. Uh, listen, just because listen to me now, because you're in a shape. Maybe you're in a shape and it's you're conformed to the condition of that birth, that that first life. Listen. Just because you never walked, don't mean it does not mean you don't have the right to walk. You see, he had never walked, but that doesn't mean he didn't have the right to walk. He was created with legs. He had feet. God didn't make him born without legs or feet. They, They were there. It just needed fixing. And you've got everything you need to be right. It just needs fixing. And Jesus is the fixer. He is the fixer. He is the one that makes us whole. He is the one. He said, behold, I make all things new. Oh, what power, what glory, what wonderful beauty there is in knowing this creator, this, uh, this, this divine master builder that's able to rebuild and repair and restore. Yes. How blessed and fortunate we are. One man in the scripture, has there ever been a people? He was talking about Israel, that, well, the way God visited them. But, but I would say today, has there ever been a people as blessed as we are to know the redemptive power of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, that washes away every single sin, no matter how deep it has stained, no matter how bad it was, Jesus has changed us forever. Oh, praise God. Jesus makes it possible do you think I, the first weeks or so I sat in church? This was the actual pulpit that my pastor was preaching over. I never dreamed in a million years I would stand on this side of that desk. Not even I didn't even I didn't even think I should walk on the platform because I, that's not this that's not me. There's, there's lameness in me. And so I just know that I sit here, and that's it. I had no idea I would stand here and preach the the, the, the thing that changed me to others, to see them changed. I had no idea I would be honored and privileged and blessed to be called into this ministry of reconciliation, where God can change lives forever. Friends, you need to know today that when you come to Him, there is No condemnation. Romans 8 and 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ who walk. Oh, this fits this man so perfectly because now he's walking. They they don't walk after the flesh. It wasn't the flesh that done it, but the Spirit. The Spirit, he, he wants you to walk. He wants you to walk. Fathers, aren't you tired of just seeing blessings like this guy, he's sitting I watch all these just watch all these holy ghost filled people going in and out I watch all this good stuff happening then get up and walk cuz you could he could probably get a little encouragement from seeing that for a while until he realized it's not benefiting me much just to look at it i've got to walk we talked about abraham this morning I'm, I'm not much longer god took abraham aside and he said don't you to look he said everything you see shores the shores the shores the shores everything you can see well, I've been up on some mountains before, and you can see a long way. But you know what I've realized? I can walk further than I see. I, I can I can see to the right where the road meets the trees. That's as far as I can see right here. But I can walk all the way to Lowe's if I need to. The farther you walk, the more you see. The principle of seeing it is, it's already there. And then he told Abraham, he said, now, Abraham, walk. You've seen, but now walk. Why? Because you can walk farther than you can see. You know, as you get older, your eyesight's going to dim. And you've got to get closer to things. That's why you keep walking, so you can stay close to the promise. You know what he told Abraham? He said, close that tent up and get moving, bud. Don't camp out. Don't camp out in the tent of your excuses, staring at what you could have. He poured manna out every morning. A drop, Didn't a single drop fall in their tent? If you want what I got, you're going to get up and get out of this tent and go get it. I'm the giver, but you're the gatherer. God's the giver today. He's saying rise up and walk because you can. He's saying get up and walk because you can walk farther than you can see. You're you're looking at blessings, but we walk by faith and not by sight. That doesn't mean we don't ever see because you can have both eyes put out and still walk. But because we walk, the more we see. We walk by faith and not by sight. Sight limits you. It limits you. You see things with eyes. Ask Peter. He's walking on water. Didn't quite make it to where the Lord was. He said, "Lord, if it's you, bid me come." He wanted to go to where Jesus was. Doesn't quite get there till his sight betrays him because now he sees the wind and the waves boisterous and he begins to sink. Walk. Get up and walk. I'm about to be done. When Jesus makes you free, you are free indeed. Regardless of the years that were spent in the condition of your birth, in sin, in addiction, whatever it was, Jesus has the power to change your life today. I love verse 10. Honey, you can come on to the music. In verse 10, it said, They knew it was Him. The people knew it was Him, and they were amazed. He was the one that they looked down on as they walked in. And now, eye to eye, God puts us all on that same level. For all have sinned. He said He concluded them all under sin that He could save all of them. He puts us all on that same. We've been all given the same measure of faith. And so the people knew it and they were amazed. People... Expect to see you one way. They expect to see you be who you have always been. Why not amaze them? Let the power of Jesus change you. Let them see you do things you've never done before. Hey, don't, in, don't, get, don't get God. Get right with Him. Get all this stuff going on in your life. Invite your friends and then sit down on this seat like you ain't ever worshiped God before. Because your pastor's going to come embarrass you. Are you sick today? Oh, no, pastor. Then why are you sitting here? Oh, I got my friends with me. I didn't want to scare them off the first time. So you don't want them to see how you really are there. You're you showing them who you were before Jesus. Because last week you was... I picked your bobby pins up out of the floor. I had to throw a, a covering over you because you fell out. And now you're like, don't do that. If he removed the lameness out of your life, act like it. yeah. Yeah. And stand with me. And here's, here's the testimony that, that Peter gave about this lame man. They were wanting to know, okay, we got to find out what in the world is going on. And Peter said, look, uh, you're trying to act like it was through our power holiness that made this man walk, but it was not. But in verse 16, he said, and his name, talking about Jesus Christ, he said, in his name, through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and you know. The faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. God will never halfway do the job. He will finish the work. We are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. And that's what Peter said. Look, I didn't do this. Sure, I was there. I'm the one that spoke that name. But it was his name and faith in his name that has made this man whole. It has given him perfect soundness. Now do you think this guy didn't have any other issues in his life? He's human, sure he did, but that day, God did what He had to do to give him perfect silence. God, listen, you're trying to figure out how's God going to fix that list of this, that's this long. Just let Him fix you. Just let Him fix you today, because what He does will be perfect. it, it won't need no tinkering with by nobody else. Jesus can do it all there's life changing power in the name of Jesus Christ while she's playing this morning I'm just going to ask you as you come to this to this altar to rise and walk come into this altar and believe in God that there's a miracle waiting on you today come into this altar believing that God's going to change you today whatever that lameness is that's in you whatever that thing that's unfinished is that's inside of you that today it can be fixed today it can be better